This is The Dirty on 30, a podcast that spills the tea on everything 30s. Join your hosts, Melissa and Anna, as they dish on life, relationships, and whatever else they can think of. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Dirty on 30. My name is Melissa. My name is Anna. And this week we are talking about Puerto Rico. Not like we haven't talked about it for the past, you know, several months now, (laughs) but we actually went. We did it. We're done. It's over. We had a great time and we are going to be focusing the start of this episode on how the trip went Yeah, and what we did. So it started out a little worrisome. Like before Anna and I even left, my mom left. She was going to meet us there yeah, for the cruise. But she was having some issues where they kept moving her flight back later and later and later. So she went and changed her whole flight entirely to arrive a day before we got there. So she was supposed to show up on Saturday and like have one whole day to hang out in Puerto Rico without us. And we were going to show up on Sunday and then all get on the cruise ship together. But she had airport issues right from the get-go and almost didn't even make it. Yeah. So that was a little stressful because, like, we hadn't even left yet and I was getting other people's vacation stress. (laughs) And And we were hoping it wasn't going to, like, trickle down to to us. Yes, yes. Right. I have such bad airport luck that hearing other people have airport luck just makes me certain I'm going to not do well (laughs) yeah but we all made it there okay and our trip started with a one-week cruise through the caribbean we went to six different islands saint thomas saint croix saint lucia barbados saint kitts and which one am i missing um oh saint martin saint martin and what was your favorite island i mean they were all very similar but one of my favorites is probably Barbados. Like that water was so calm. And I think that's the one where it was kind of, it started raining on us, but we were already wet, so it didn't matter. But like, I I just remember that water was so clear. It was so calm. And it was a fun adventure. The water at Barbados was pretty perfect. We had a pretty low key day that day. We yeah. just kind of walked from the cruise ship to like the nearby beach yeah. Booked ourselves some beach chairs and an umbrella. And uh, yeah, just hung out. The w- water, like they, she said, was perfect there. Like the sand was that perfect, perfect pristine white, yes. white Caribbean sand. There was no drop off. There were no rocks. There was nothing. The yes. water was calm enough to hang out in it. Yeah. And clear enough that you could see your toes. I think that's like the deepest I went to, maybe. It was because it was so calm. Because it was so calm, yeah. You weren't stressed out about waves or anything no, like yeah. that. No, it was it was nice. I mean, they were all really nice. They were in... It's just In different ways. In we different went ways. to so many beaches, guys. Like, I am beached out. I am not a beach person. <laughs> and we probably, on the two-week trip, we probably went on, like, easily two weeks worth of beaches. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Because several days we went to more than one beach. Yeah. So what was your favorite? Which one was your favorite island? On the cruise, I definitely liked St. Lucia the best where we did the excursion. We took, we rented a water taxi. The water taxi took us down the coastline like super fast. 
to yeah, super from fast. from Castries to Sofriere. And in Sofriere, we got out of the taxi, took a land taxi up to the volcanic hot springs. Then we went to a waterfall. Then we went to lunch. Then we went back to the water taxi, like taxied down to a different beach and went snorkeling there. And Anna got her hair braided. I got my hair braided. I was just sunbathing. And then we water taxied to yet another beach and did a little more snorkeling. But I, that was just about as much snorkeling as I could take. There were more waves at the second one. And I don't like waves with snorkels. I always feel like I'm going to drown. Yeah, I bet. So I tapped out of snorkeling there pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. And then we water taxied all the way back to the boat. And that was a long, fun day. But I felt like very low stress. Like I didn't have to worry about paying for any of those taxis or anything like it was all included in the excursion yeah. uh, i just had to kind of you know sit and let somebody else drive me to all these fun places yeah that was probably one of the most um the days that we had most planned the most diversity yeah, yeah yes. of what we did yeah that was a good one that was a good one and the water at the hot springs was so hot on my sunburnt skin <laughs> and then the water at the waterfall was so cold so in comparison cold. <laughs> And the water at the beach was like that perfect, happy medium yeah. in the middle. And it was it was just a good day. And the snorkeling was very nice. The, so many fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys were talking about that. So and many big, fish. Um, it was like an aquarium. Yeah. Huge coral. Yeah. Coral, yeah. Like the size of a big round dining room table, like huge coral underwater, like a big umbrella, maybe. I wish you guys would have had like, I should have given Cameras. you a GoPro or something. <laughs> You so can, can find like, photos online of that like exact beach and that exact coral that other people have taken. Yeah. I'll show you a picture later. Okay. Yeah, okay. But yeah, it was just a really fun day. I felt like compared to other days where I did feel a little beached out because there was a little more just laying on beaches and yeah. drinking rum, which is a weird complaint to make. But I do like to keep busy and I felt like St. Lucia kept me busy and yeah. and feeling touristy. And it was a good day. I really, that was probably my favorite day of the cruise. Yeah. Can't really pick a, my least favorite one because they were all so good too. So let's not go there. But right, there's definitely some things that I wish like more, you know, our biggest complaint was that the stores weren't open early enough for us to go shopping or if they were, it wasn't the stores we were looking for. Right. Like we would get off the cruise ship at, you know, 9 or 10 in the morning and you would think every single store in the whole place would be like we're opening at nine because the cruise ship is arriving, is arriving at nine but no we would we would spend all morning walking through town on our way to the local beach and every place that we would walk would be completely empty and i think that's a big thing i think that was all like covid related yeah probably i really do i feel like a couple years ago all of that would have been open and there yeah. would have been a million more people on the cruise ship, too. Yeah. Like, our cruise ship was pretty vacant. Like, mm -hmm. I think there were only one-third as many people on our ship as could have been on it. Yeah. So, like, why would all the stores open up if instead of getting, you know, 5,000 people, they're only getting 1,500 people? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely think it was COVID-related. But I still had a good time, but it would have been nice to have more shopping options, yes. Yeah. And not just like the, you're in the Caribbean, buy duty-free jewelry, because yeah, that's true. I don't have diamond money. 
Yeah. Nope. <laughs> whether whether I'm paying taxes on it or not, I don't I don't have ten grand to buy a diamond tennis bracelet. I don't even play tennis. <laughs> so let's talk about the actual cruise itself. How was that? I felt it was pretty good when we left the US Virgin Islands to go further down to like to like Barbados. I definitely got a little seasick on a couple of days, was taking my meds. Yeah. Um, but I thought the cruise was fine. I feel like they didn't have as many themed nights and parties as other cruises that I've been on. Yeah. So to a certain extent, I felt like the entertainment options in the evening, like I know that we were saying that the cruise was rushed and it would have been nice to have a sea day, but what would we have done for a sea day? No. Yeah. I was actually kind of, well, going into this vacation, I already was excited that there was no sea days just because I knew we would be getting off and I had like almost three sea days on my last one so it was right. just kind of like I wanted to be able to get down and enjoy and all the different things. islands and do things even though those things were just usually laying on the beach and whatnot and drinking but but all we would have been doing on the boat was laying on the boat and drinking exactly <laughs> exactly so it was just kind of one of those things where I did I did enjoy the cruise it was it the was, entertainment was terrible guys was like terrible. the shows were the corniest like w the worst costumes the weirdest song choices yeah. like i don't know who designed those shows but they were overpaid <laughs> yeah that's true it was entertaining to kind of just like they were hilarious it was like watching yeah. a car crash yeah <laughs> but it was you know supposed to be a serious look at dance through time in the across the united states and it was not meant to be a comedy no i think the ice skating one was meant to be funny but really you don't think that those halloween costumes were serious do you well, maybe well that that particular part of it was a little <laughs> they were i can't even describe to <laughs> the you the costume choices frankenstein scarecrow <laughs> and like hunchback and a witch ice skating yeah <laughs> it was, but they weren't just Frankenstein. Yeah, they were, it, they were all scarecrow combinations. So it was a Frankenstein yeah. scarecrow, a witch scarecrow, like a hunchback scarecrow. They were the ugliest costumes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But the tricks were nice. Oh, absolutely. The ice skaters were the ridiculously were skilled so good, yes. for as small as their rink was to be able yeah. to get up speed and do triples and all those jumps and tricks and the full-on, like, backflip dude. Uh-huh. Like, that was... They were very skilled, all of the entertainers. I just felt that the shows weren't, like, giving them the credit they were due. Yeah. I think so, too. Like, they could have been so much better than the shows they were performing. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a cruise ship, so what do we expect? It is a cruise ship. What do we expect? You know But it I mean? was... Yeah. Was awfully corny, though. Yeah. So we had... Uh, the casino was fun. The casino was fun. I spent too much money. I got it all back, but still, nonetheless. I wait. I did lose a little bit. We... How was the food? Did you like the food? I mean, we had dinner and breakfast provided, so that was, that was a good thing. We only really had to worry about lunch. Right. Every day, pretty much, on the cruise. I'd say the... 
food was fine for cafeteria food. There were a couple of meals that were amazing, like that polenta dish. I know you didn't try it that first day, yeah. but that polenta dish was honestly like 10 out of 10. You could have served me that at any fine dining restaurant, and I would have been like, this was worth the money. I think that's what sucks, is that you had a good dish the first day, so your expectations were, were like, so high, so high for I was the rest like, of the day. man, they and killed that. And then everything else was it, was, it was fine, but it was, you know, it was cafeteria, fine dining. It was not fine dining, fine dining. Yeah. But it was, I mean, they really cater to you. Like, they. Yeah, that's annoying, though. <laughs> I don't want the waiter to come talk to me every three minutes. I just to... want to be left alone. I just want to eat dinner. Right. But they were they'd, really nice. They'd be like, so how are you doing? And it's like, well, I haven't even taken a bite yet. Yeah. How was it? How is it? And then they'd ask us about our day. And were we cheating on them with other restaurants when we didn't show up? Yeah, which we totally were. Absolutely. (laughs) It was only like twice. It was a couple of times. We went to the cafeteria a couple of times and then we did Johnny Rockets Rockets, one night. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. But it was overall, it was was decent. So the cruise was amazing. And like we said, we just did a lot of beach days. We did the water taxi day, and we did a day where we did a full island tour by regular taxi. Yeah, that one was really rushed, though. That one was pretty rushed. But But it was cool. I don't think we could have done it any slower. Like, we had to make it back to the ship. Yeah, that's true. And he did take us to, like, all the important spots and all the... Right. You know, we got to experience the airplane. Right. But the trip actually slowed down a lot more once we made it to Puerto Rico. Yeah. So how did you feel about Puerto Rico itself? What was your favorite part of that? The, my favorite part about Puerto Rico, I think, was just, uh, I mean, it was just, we didn't. I didn't have to worry about it. Everything was like in Puerto, you know, I know, you know, like Puerto Rican time, everything was just much more relaxed and, and it was, it was, I mean, it was beautiful. It didn't really steal my heart like other countries have, but it definitely was beautiful. I just think it was it was just really relaxing. I don't know. I I I needed that relaxing time though. I think I've been so like go on the go, go, go go that it and was stress just, and yeah, work and yes with all the pandemic, you know, it's all work and no play. Yeah. So even though like we were relaxing on the on the ship on the cruise ship we always had to keep track of we, timelines yes. are we gonna go make it back are we where exactly. are we going what are we doing do we need a taxi yeah there so was, I think puerto rico was just nice that we didn't have to hit all that timeline we didn't have to necessarily right we had it. the car we could yeah. stay out as late as we wanted we could yeah. except sleep for in. when we went to you know on the ferry that was probably the day that we were like more trying to stay on schedule and whatnot. Right. We did take a ferry to the side island of Vieques, which is where the bioluminescent bay is, and it was lovely there, but it is a little tricky to get there because you have to have these ferry tickets and they prioritize the residents Residents. of the island. Mm -hmm. So you need to make sure that you're not in their commuting rush because you could get kicked off the ferry. Yeah. So it was a little stressful to make that happened and the ferry takes like an hour and a half across the water so it was like an hour of driving then an hour and a half across the water and then we had to get a taxi and then you know it all adds up travel days are are rough when you're on vacation yeah yeah and those the ferry days were definitely travel days but once we were on Vieques everything was just lovely 
the strip of hotels and restaurants that we were on was oh yeah that super was probably the best like location strip of restaurant. Yeah. yes yes we like tried you just walk down the street three, how many restaurants did we try like three or four three or four different bars yeah. on the street bars, the yeah great view and then we went kayaking at the bioluminescent bay yeah. and i forced anna to go and she oh probably God. <laughs> probably still hates me for it i don't hate you for it but it was def- definitely terrifying as heck like I she sat in the front and did not move one muscle yeah I did I didn't move so much that like my legs were so uh, asleep and like I it was just like (laughs) like trying to like I couldn't move so much that when Melissa asked me to like scoot over because my legs were such like so asleep that it was like I had to I was trying to move bricks like and I was just like nope sorry Melissa like it's not happening like it was fine I was just only paddling on the left because our weight was slightly off balance yeah so our our boat kept trying to turn (laughs) so like I did 90% of the paddling all on one side just to go straight (laughs) I know it was it was Definitely. Ter- it was once in a lifetime. I'm really so glad I did it. And I honestly would have gone with you guys the second night had I not felt like my legs were going to fall asleep again, because that was right. honestly, it took so much oh, out of me. The second night, like the first night, there were like three dudes there to help you out at the end. Yeah. The second night, there were not three people. We were the only two are there. There was like the one woman, Rebecca. Oh. was like the only person there yeah so see i would have like i would have had to stay there until my legs woke up right and that would not have been a good a good thing so i'm i mean i'm glad you guys did it again and it was amazing like the little bit of of my hand that went in the water to see the bioluminescence and the little bit of paddling that i did to try to get it usually i was like i'm so sorry melissa i'm so sorry like i shouldn't have done that um but you know or seeing the bubbles underneath because the kayak was clear so like so all you the bubbles it. under the kayak just yeah, glow you can see your, your whole kayak lights glowing. up so I'm really glad I did it, but I was so terrified. I was like about to tear up and I was just like, I, this is so scary. And at one point it was like, oh, this is the deepest. It's 18 feet or something. And I was like, oh my God, like, don't move, don't move. But then most of the time we were really, I could have just stood up if I fell. Right. The water, most of the bay is very shallow. So the water's only like four feet deep. Yeah. But the thing is, is I think I was... Because well, it, it was, was so dark. Kayaking. Yeah, the water's so dark at night. It was night so dark. Compared to how blue the water is during the day. And I think I was just so scared of how many fish we actually saw. Oh my God, there were so many fish. And I think that if I fell, I would have just like, it would have just, I don't know, I was just thinking. Because one of the cool parts to the bioluminescent bay is that anything that moves causes the water to glow. So all of the fish, when they're swimming, they light up like little swirls of light. Yeah. You could see every fish. Yes. All of them. Yeah, it was fascinating. It was beautiful. I'm like, I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad that I didn't chicken out. But I was definitely a chicken on that kayak. Like I was a sitting duck. Like literally, I thought that the the fish were gonna like jump into my kayak, which they did to some people, and that freaked me out even more. Right, not just like once. It happened twice. Yes, it happened twice. Your tour guide can say, yes, this happens rarely, and then it can happen once. But once the second time it happens, it's like, okay, that's not rarely anymore. Yeah. Like, there's six kayaks out here, and two of them have caught a fish. But it was, it was, I don't hate you. I, I, I I did like it. It was just a very terrifying moment. Right. Because I, you know, not knowing how to swim and how dark it was, because it was really dark. Very dark. 
But it was definitely, I'm glad I saw it, and I'm glad that I didn't go the second night. <laughs> I just chilled. Not doing that again. Or I, maybe. I did also, back on the main island of Puerto Rico, I did really enjoy the morning that we spent up at the National Forest. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a lot of fun, getting to see waterfalls and some greenery and some oh, jungle. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely fun. Up there, but I am glad that we didn't try to do any kind of actual strenuous hike Hiking. because everything was so steep up there. Yeah. It was just like straight up a mountain and back. Yeah. In see, that's the thing is like we did that at our own pace too. Right. So that was that was good. We weren't there very long. No, it we did, were really only there for a couple hours. Yeah, but I think just doing it at our own pace and doing and seeing what we wanted to see and getting all the viewpoints and, and being just relaxed and slow and no stress. Yeah, yeah like I liked everything. I there wasn't a, a thing that I didn't like. You know, <laughs> I I ate so much seafood too. I don't think I've ever eaten that much seafood. So much seafood. So much. I was like trying and although you know what i i think this is one of the least adventurous i've been on like trips but there I don't wasn't think a lot of things to eat exactly there, there was no adventure unless you were gonna try to eat something really gross from the ocean yeah exactly so i i think it was a fairly easier trip to just eat and people were asking me like oh like well what kind of things did you eat and like it was Honestly, all just pretty normal. It was all just, yeah, it was all We went out of our way one day to eat mafongo, which is like a mashed plantain, but honestly, it wasn't great. Yeah. Just kind of starchy It was and very bland. starchy. It was very starchy. The, 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 the uh, Creole sauce, um, that was pretty was good. was great, yeah. Yeah, that, that it had, but from the shrimp, but that was, uh, that was really good. But I think in general, it was And we went out normal. of our way to try that guava berry liqueur on the one island and that was gross that tasted oh, yeah. like cough syrup yeah it did <laughs> yeah you were so like about to like i'm gonna buy some yeah i was a hundred percent gonna be like guava berry like whatever it is i'll buy a bottle i'll bring it home it'll be a souvenir it'll be great and then we tasted it and it's like straight up cough syrup and i was yeah. like i am not buying a 50 dollar bottle of that yeah there was not a lot of all. um there wasn't a lot of souvenir shopping going on no there really wasn't but there, that's because, like we said, half the stores were closed and the other half the stores were jewelry stores. Jewelry stores, yeah. So I didn't get a shot glass from um, every island. I got them from like just two and I got one from Puerto Rico and San Juan. Yeah, much. all of my souvenirs are from either the National Forest gift shop or the um, fort at San Juan. Yeah, yeah. Fort Felipe is the only place that I bought. <laughs> yeah. Although I did get my tamarind balls. That was a that was an adventure. Yes. <laughs> so I was bugging because I love tamarind candy and I love tamarind in general, like tamarind water and whatnot. And one of the things that we read said that when you're in, in Barbados, Barbados, you have to try the tamarind balls. And Anna had been looking forward to it for like months. <laughs> yes. I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, I'm pretty sure I just expected something similar to the tamarind candy balls in, from Mexico. But I was just like so gung-ho about getting them. And let me tell you, they were not as popular as like I, they made them As seem. it appeared online? Yeah, as it appeared online. Yeah, we had to go to a couple different stores with a poor, <laughs> poor taxi driver. He was really nice. He was so nice. He was so nice. He drove us around to like three different stores just so that I can get my tamarind balls. And he went down with us yeah. to go and, and right. get it. Just into the stores. Into the stores yeah. with us, which was really nice. Yeah. But 
But yeah, and then the tamarind balls just tasted like straight up 100% sugar, sugar. with tamarind seeds. Yeah. <laughs> tamarind, yeah. The the ones that I got at, the little two ones that I got at um, in San Juan were actually a, a lot better. That was more tamarind like consistent like a better ratio it. yeah <laughs> so it wasn't just sugar i should have bought some more there yeah you should have bought some more there those those were good but i only but because but because i had the ones from barbados and i thought they were going to be similar i only bought two and right. like i ate them right away because i was like oh these are good and, right and then and then that was the end of and that then that was the end of that i should have bought more i should have bought more from the from the next store that i saw them in but but I overall, just get tamarind candy the trip here. was really great. Yeah. We had a great time. The did have some airport bad luck on the way oh home, gosh. but we survived. Our plane made it. Yeah, we barely made it. We barely made it on our, but then there was a problem with the plane and we ended up stuck sitting on the plane for like an hour and a half waiting for it to take off. Yeah, you like you were almost done with your movie before we even took off. Right. It was like, okay, they were being so mean to us at the gate about, like, not letting our flight catch the catch the transfer because they were closing the gate and they had already done last call. But then, then we ended up st- stuck sitting there for an hour and a half, like... Yeah. Like, like I can't they do the maintenance out from running because, you know, I'm not in shape and I almost passed out we from running. We had to sprint, We people. had to sprint. And, like, you can hear... Okay, let's talk about how... We were only nine gates away, which in theory is not that far. Oh, were we, was it nine? Yeah, it, it was, was nine. nine gates away. So and if you're at LAX, you can see nine gates away from where you're standing. Yeah. It would be at the end of the hall. But this dang airport had like... In Miami? In Miami had like shopping malls in a between. football field of stores <laughs> yes. between every gate pair. <laughs> So, like, to go nine gates, you had to run, like, five football fields. So much, they have shuttles. Like, they have... A, a train. A train, yeah. Like, a train shuttle but, that takes you. But we couldn't catch the train. We It would have taken too long. So yeah, we to were, go up. So, we were going for then, the sprint. Yeah, so we went for the sprint, and Melissa left me behind a little bit, which was good because she got to the gate in time, and then I pulled up and was, like, dying, and then we finally went on, and then... Boom, we had to wait for an hour now. So, yeah, then boom, we had to so wait. So Melissa's <laughs> bad airport karma kind of snuck up on us last minute. Of course, it had to. Well, but it wasn't, it wasn't entirely terrible. my fault. If they had already changed our flight, pushed it back a half an hour before we even showed up at the airport. That's true. But so we knew that I'm the, still, the <laughs> transfer was going to be tight, but then it yeah, was even tighter it than was tight. even tighter than tight, yeah. It was like... And then they were just taking forever to get off the plane. Like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But we made it. We made it on time uh, home and it was good. We, I mean, we didn't make it on time, but we made it, you know, home and it was, it was. We had a good Yeah. We had vacation. a good run. Yeah. It was fun. And now. We spent a whole week being exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. It, the jet lag was real. And we got to start planning the next trip. Yes. Next spreadsheet started. <laughs> so moving on to guilty pleasures. Uh, we're going to be talking about a show that I started watching. Well, this is the second season. And right before we left on our trip to Puerto Rico, uh, season two of Love is Blind on Netflix came out. So I was binge watching that. 
a couple episodes because they didn't release them all at, all at one time. So I caught up up until the, the trip, but then a couple more episodes came out while we were on the trip and I watched, <laughs> that's terrible to say I watched Love is Blind on our, on our, um, on our vacation, but well, we had to do something in the hotel room at but, night. Yeah. But once we were settled in after our showers and things like that, like we were just unwinding. So we, um, we had the TV and it had Netflix. So we put on Love is Blind and we caught up on that on because I love terrible reality TV show yeah, romance do. shows. Yeah, you do. I do too. This one is, um, if you guys haven't seen it, Love is Blind is where they uh, are talking to each other basically through a wall to develop an emotional connection. And once you decide that this is the person that you want to be with, in order to see them, you have to propose to them. So once you propose, you get to see each other. And then, then you get like the four weeks to starts, hang out yeah. and like date each other up to a wedding. And then you choose at the wedding whether you're going to get married or not yeah. or whether or not uh, yeah. whether love is blind is the way they say yeah. it. Yes. So so that was that show. It's. I liked season one a lot better, but this one was just like it was I, not more juicy and more like. But, I feel like they figured out after season one, like what parts people wanted to see, what parts people didn't want to like. They made they brought the drama for season two. You know oh, what I mean? Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, because there was a lot of drama and spoilers. People who don't want to hear anything about Love Is Blind should turn off their stuff. But like, <laughs> they had they had all sorts of things where like a woman got proposed to by a guy and said yes, but then she went into a pod with another guy and was like shot her shot like. It's now or never for this other dude. Yeah. Or like one guy who proposed to a woman and she said no to him. So he went and proposed to a different woman. Yeah. Like things like that didn't happen on the first season. Nope. People just like picked their person and it was picked. Yes. And it was either yes or a no. There yeah. wasn't as much of yeah. the. I think on this season, they tried really hard to make those characters, you know, like right. the villain and the. The oh well, of, yeah, just, of course, yeah. So they really they need to make that. a good TV. Yeah. So, but it was it's a it was a good show. Um, I like it. It's I like I do too. I don't watch as much as Melissa, but I definitely like certain shows, and th these are the, one of the ones that I, I like to watch. It's um, but yeah, spoilers. Only two two couples make it to the I do, and it's honest. Well, is it the ones that I thought? Probably not. I really thought that um, Shane and Natalie were going to go through with it. Sorry. I did. Yes. I did. <laughs> we already said spoilers. Yeah, we already said spoilers. But, but I yeah. agree. Shane and Natalie were my favorite couple yeah. on the show as well. I thought I did not watch the show ahead of time. So I watched a little bit with Anna in Puerto Rico. And then I went back this week and like binged watched the whole beginning. Yeah. And that is why it is our guilty pleasure of the week is because we were both simultaneously binge watching it. Yeah. So I, I, I was telling Melissa that I, on the trip, I watched the, the season finale before watching the middle ones because I, it had just come out. So I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it. And then this week I also binge watched all the, pretty much the whole entire season again, just so that I can, even though I knew the ending and the outcome, but I wanted to see all the meat in the, you know. All the meat of all the, the show. What happened? Yeah. How did they get from the beginning? Yeah, mainly because to I the thought end, I, they didn't show that fight between Natalie and Shane that 
you know, right. cause them to like pretty much break up. Break up. So I, I was like, man, where I'm going to get to see the, the, the fight and then it, they never show it for i don't know for what reason it was it just didn't possibly make it they show. just weren't even filming maybe like maybe. they don't actually film them 24 hours a day yeah. like they had been filming them at the the bachelor and bachelorette parties and then they dropped them back off you know both drunk at home and then they had a fight without cameras yeah i mean it could have been well into the night so yeah without cameras but yeah that is our guilty pleasure of the week it is. You should go watch it if you haven't. <laughs> and always feel free to recommend other terrible reality TV shows about dating. Yeah. So we're going to wrap things up with our good vibes segment. And this week, I would like everybody to send their good vibes Anna's way. This week is Anna's 32nd birthday. Yes. <laughs> we have made it a whole year, as we were saying a couple of episodes ago. And we're going to start turning 32, starting with Anna. And next episode, we will talk about her birthday and all of those details. But for now, just send good vibes her way. Tell her happy birthday. Yep. And uh, wish us luck. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. If you're enjoying our podcast, please like and subscribe. We release a new episode every Tuesday. For bonus features, videos, extra content, and to keep us ad-free, please support us on Patreon. For throwback photos and a sneak peek behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at thedirtyon30. And if you have any recommendations for our Guilty Pleasures or Born in the 90s segments, shoot us an email at thedirtyon30 at gmail.com. Stay safe. We'll We'll see see you next week. week.